Welcome to the Gamers Inn. Come on in, pull up a chair next to the fire. It looks like you've had a long journey. I'm your host, Ryan, this week, and joining me is Bo Schwartz. How's it going, Bo? Ryan, it's good to see you again after so long. I know. We've done the Gamers Inn together because I'm too good for Gamers Inn because I went to BlizzCon. <laughs> it's funny because uh, mentioning BlizzCon, we, this is going to be a BlizzCon episode, but a pre-prediction leak blizzcon jocelyn's traveling to blizzcon uh hi jocelyn yes hello jocelyn if you're listening she might be although if we're talking about leaks i don't know if she's uh i don't know if she's paying attention to leaks but i think she goes for the community aspect not necessarily to be surprised by overwatch 2 or all that fun stuff um but uh, Bo it has been on the show before it's a yearly tradition except for last year where he's come on to predict uh the blizzcon announcements now mind you this year it's not going to be much predictions it's going to be more just discussing leaks and maybe a little bit of you know injecting our own thoughts here and there but there have been a lot of announcements a lot of leaks and bo even told me that i'm missing some stuff in the notes in the sense that stuff has happened today uh while we're recording this so for those who want to keep spoiler free we are going to be talking about leaks, although if you have remained spoiler-free, I don't know how you've done it, because it's all any outlet's been talking about. So Yeah, um, if you use social media, you've heard things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we're not like digging deep into 4chan and Reddit. I, I mean, I I haven't looked at it. I don't know if Bo's done you know some some sleuthing i've seen i've seen some 4chan stuff okay so okay we'll go well i guess we'll dig a little we're, deep we're gonna go deep i need to go all the way like we'll, it's it's in my head i know it i can't unknow it so that's what we're doing let's dig into that yeah. scab let's do it uh that's not a saying but well, well, <laughs> let's dig into the scab let's, well, Ryan, <laughs> help yourself <laughs> sure well i don't know i haven't been to 4chan is it a good place uh no no well i wasn't directly on 4chan people take images and show oh. them so <laughs> technically speaking i'm a vulture culture vulture culture culture, vu- culture vulture uh, uh 4chan since i you, you usually see it reposted somewhere else that's but, um that's safe. i wanted to say one thing was <laughs> has it been one year or two years because i was to blizzcon two years in a row oh did i join you that first year or did we miss two years it's salient I, you know what? I, I was, I'll tell you why in a sec. I, I believe that last year was Crofton, uh, RIP bike. For sure not but, last year. Yes, and it was sure not last year. I believe the year before you were going to BlizzCon in it. Now I'm not remembering. I think it's two years, and I'll tell you why. Because then I was on to at least two years in a row, if not three. Uh-huh. And every time I've been on the Gamers Inn <laughs> right? for the week that Jocelyn's not here, to talk about video games, specifically BlizzCon predictions with you. Mm-hmm. I've asked for Diablo <laughs> Diablo expansion pack. Yeah, I remember and that. It's, it's what I remember all the time, but specifically this year when the Jason Schreier article came out talking about Diablo, you know, and it's sort of sorted history internally, that tell-all, that when Reaper of Souls was released, they were planning X-Pac 2. Mm-hmm. And they canned it. And I've been so bad because I, I think of all the times I've been on Gamers Inn going like, I hope they give us another expansion. <laughs> and, then, and then, you know, Bobby Kotick being there like, ah, sucker, you want something? We canceled on you. <laughs> Diablo's a failure. And I'm like, no, you were on the right path. Let's keep going. Uh, and yeah. So now that I'm finally back here, there's a sort of full circle that I feel coming back here and doing this again because... Here we are, I don't know, countless years later, 
no Diablo expansion. And um and it's looking it's looking like Ryan, it's gonna be the Diablo year. Yeah, the which Diablo year for BlizzCon. It feels here's my here's my feeling. My feeling is that it's going to be weird, uh, being a Diablo year. And I think it's just because it's been so long since it's been Diablo's quote unquote year that it'd be like saying this is StarCraft's year. I, it, it would not compute. So I guess I have to be there. I have to experience it on Friday when they finally, you know, unveil what has been a prediction by many people every year, either an expansion. Uh, but Diablo 4 is looking very likely. I haven't seen any straight up, you know, here's some Diablo 4 stuff in terms of leaks. But there's mm-hmm. been like reference to Diablo 4 and like an art book. I mean, that could just be... I mean, it's that's an interesting sort of leak and kind of points to maybe the possibility, but it's very likely. No, Diablo Diablo Four is here. It's also it's here. been much rumored that it was pulled last year at the last minute for yeah. unknown reasons, but uh, has been talked about that uh, various spots on the internet that uh, it likely was pulled as a, as a last minute thing last year, and we got the Diablo Immortal fiasco as a result of it. Last year was such a mixed bag, dude. I haven't been to many BlizzCons. I've watched a lot of them. But um, there's stuff you miss that doesn't make it to the virtual ticket because it's edited. I can't remember what the reaction was for Diablo Immortal at the time, but it was not cheering. Hmm. The opening handoff between Mike Morheim and J. Allen Brack went really poorly and awkward, it seemed. You know? And and right at the start of the opening, Sarah Bode, they showed, uh, not as part of the opening ceremony, but they showed Destiny 2, and there was like a full chorus of booing hmm. all throughout the hall. And I was like, whoa, this is like really rude. <laughs> I mean, I'm Canadian. We're sitting there just going to like watch a presentation, and it's like, I'm in America. <laughs> I'm just like, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, I'm going to curse. I don't want to sound rude, but, you know, I will kind of echo that statement. Anytime I've visited America, this is going to sound silly to Americans, but I've always had that experience of, like, whoa, um, I'm actually closer to Kansas now. I'm in America. You know, this this ain't no Canada anymore. Um, But, yeah, booing Destiny 2, like, at that point last year, Destiny 2 probably would have been at a at a strong point is it really just the fact that they're talking about non-blizzard games at a yeah, blizzard I, event like i think i think destiny 2 got caught up in the whole you know not my battlenet launcher kind of deal right? right you know like and sort of perceived as part of an activision exterior portfolio and ultimately like a bad move because of that but you know, Destiny 2 is a fine game. Everyone's applauded that they left Activision. All of a sudden, they're darlings. Like, I think the mob just gets it in their head to vilify certain companies. And, and you know, it's been EA for a long time. And that's a crown that's been being put justly or unjustly on on Blizzard or Activision Blizzard. But, mm-hmm. but they have certainly put their foot in a lot of poo this year. <laughs> It's been a weird year <laughs> for for Blizzard, and by weird I mean almost like they were trying to do uncharacteristically um, derpy. Yeah, really, just like walking into walls, walking into closed doors. It's just like, what are you doing, guy? Like, open your eyes, you know, stop staring at your shoes. Let's go. And I wonder if if BlizzCon can be enough to, on one hand, sort of 
lift up Blizzard in a way to back to where it was. I don't I don't think it'll be back to where it was, but are we going to see a bunch of people who have been harping on Blizzard suddenly be like, oh my God, they're back. It's not like they hired those 800 people and completely changed their stance on certain things. Uh, they're just going to announce a couple games that you like. And I, I think Diablo 4 will go over very well. I think my first question is, when does Diablo 4 come out? Is this a 2021 product? And maybe this Diablo 2 remaster is 2020 that they've been talking about, or not talking about, but has been also alluded to. Um, we still don't have Warcraft 3 Reforged, so I I don't know if their classic pipeline is that quick. Well, beta invites for Reforged went out today. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's stuff you might not be plugged into, uh, but I, I've seen a couple of people, Roe and Scott, and a few other people have gotten emails saying that they're invited to the beta. Nice. Um, which is usually for recent releases, especially for something smaller like a remaster, probably signals that it's in, you know, it's getting close to to prime time. Like it's, mm-hmm. this isn't like a you know trial way ahead or anything like that. So I, I the store page where you buy it says it'll be out before 2019. So I'm almost expecting that probably to, to get delayed, but they still have ample time. It could be released as a December thing. I think Warcraft Three is 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 die. I, I don't really see that. I don't really see them taking much longer unless they announce that this year. But if yeah. beta invites went out, it probably means they're in a good plot, a good spot in that game. That's good news. Um, what do you feel about now? Elephant in the room when it comes to Diablo. How do you feel about Diablo Immortal? We've heard nothing since it's. Unveil. Well, that's why I'm like I'm trying to re- serve my memory, and it's not like I can go back and watch it. Maybe there's somebody who recorded it on their phone on YouTube, and it's still there. But um, Diablo Immortal was uh, it didn't go there's well. A, there's a culture of PC gaming associated with Blizzard, and, mm-hmm. and a, a loud one, and I think not a small one actually, and. Um, because on the surface, I'm just like, they're a video game company. If they want to make a mobile game, like, knock yourselves out. But some people sort of look at that as a betrayal. And I think what ended up happening, I think Diablo 4 or whatever, I think that it got pulled. Because all that they announced was Heroes of the Storm, Orphea last year. And uh, that was the highlight of my show. But I think for most people paying attention, given Heroes success i suppose in their portfolio was not um you know was not exciting enough to be like a main you know and this is the only thing we're announcing because it really was the only like real announcement it was I one think, it was year. one of maybe two new products in terms of warcraft 3 new hearthstone and... expansion and it is just a new hero it's not like a mm. mind-blowing thing the cinematic was great yeah. i don't know i was very stoked about that but then there was this, you know, trailer, and the trailer's actually pretty cool. I like the Immortal trailer. And then, you know, Diablo Immortal, what is that? Everyone's probably thinking, this is the announcement. They don't say, you know, here's a mobile game and here's the mobile trailer, right? They just show you the trailer and explain it after. And so you see this cool thing, and you're like, okay, that was maybe a notch down where I was expecting it on sort of the mind-blowing animation trailer. It was still pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, because it was strange to see all the same heroes again, and then they were like, oh, it's a mobile game. And then nothing mm-hmm. happened after. I think maybe there was an expectation that, oh, we're seeing a mobile game, fine, who cares? Now 
the real Diablo announcement's coming. I just think that was so poorly considered that right now, I don't know that they would cancel it after having announced it and mm-hmm. having partners in China, which they're, I think they're still trying to do business with. So Diablo Immortal is a very real thing that they're probably just not going to make a big deal out of until it's ready to go. It might be a product that only sees play outside of the States. I don't know. Like, I think I don't think it's canceled at this, no. this juncture. I don't think it'd be canceled either. I think they've the damage has been quote-unquote damage has been done and and they might well we've we've ripped the band-aid everyone has phones now let's get it out there uh i i don't i don't think it'll be part of like the main announcement like uh, like you're saying i i I, I don't think we hear anything about it i think they're gonna do that at like gamescom or somewhere where it's a little safer or just even online yeah or just like send an email out to a couple people who didn't yell at them and go from there they'd have to be so like out of touch with what their fans are and i don't think they are Mm-hmm. That for them to do that, that would be like someone saying, "Can you stop cursing at this funeral?" And then you're like, "Okay, I'll stop." I, I heard you say that, and sit down, and then get up and start cursing, and just shout, shouting out the f words randomly. Like, no, I don't have Tourette's. I'm just being an idiot. <laughs> like that. That it would be that dumb for them to even bring up Diablo Immortal. Yeah. I think they I, may still try it, but yeah. if they do, they will certainly realize uh they'll probably have learned their lessons i think from last year so hopefully they uh it doesn't mean they need to cancel it though no like they could totally launch it release it and probably even be a success with it i just don't think they should bring it to the con yeah no i agree um now in terms of hearthstone we did get the teaser for a new expansion i don't know anything about the setting but some people were going a little you know, well, not people. Uh, Angry Chicken, uh, Garrett, and Jocelyn were kind of talking about um, Dragon Blight. I don't know what that means, but they were excited. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, Hearthstone's Hearthstone's interesting. Hearthstone's kind of a same old. I mean, I recognize Jocelyn does the show with you, and they do the Angry Chicken. It's a great show. Um, so, I, and I don't know what their thoughts are on if they've talked a lot about the rumors and the, you know the four chan bits, which we. I don't know. So we wouldn't spoil uh, before getting to the show, but the rumor is that you know our stone's in a death spiral right now. Oh my god! Really? <laughs> it, it, it's in the worst shape out of all of the games. Uh, not the worst shape. It's in it's in the biggest, the most rapid decline currently. This hmm. is as of summer, right? I'm just bringing up this information here. So there, what you know, this whole four chan thing that I was telling, we were talking about, right? Um, there were some some leaks from a fired employee and um you know there's some things said on there where you're like well first of all it's 4chan leak who knows if it's real or not people fake leak things all the time the second aspect of it is that um if it's true and this person was let go this person's opinions are probably really tainted uh by having been let go right very biased and you know there, there could be actual reasons um, but, you know, uh, so far, like the fact that the Volpura and the goblins are not goblins, no mechanomes are playable races in, uh, you know, War- World of Warcraft right now has lent some credence to the truthiness, the truthfulness of this thing. Oh, of his so, statement. So, yeah, yeah. So, the, you know, because, well, this is confirmed. There's still a lot. Most of it has to do with BlizzCon, which is stuff that we already know, although when we get to Overwatch, there may be stuff that 
that you won't know that we'll talk about. Yeah, we'll talk about it all. I'm I'm rambling. (laughs) No, I I, I Um, think with Hearthstone, um, I think it's been noted that the game's been around for a long time. They haven't done much of an engine update. It's sort of been new cards, new mechanics, new modes that they're able to sort of get in there. But really, there's a... Throne was canceled this year. Oh, yeah, I did you remember that. But there's, I mean, there's new, a New box. modes is not the, it's not what's happening with the game. No, exactly, because it's like, it was like Heroes of the Storm. There was a box they had to stay within because of their engine choice and because of their platforms. Specifically with Hearthstone, they have to adhere to, you know, tablets, phones, uh, computers, Macs. So they have to sure. deal with all those platforms, and I get it. That's a tough box to work within. You've kind of cornered yourself in both a good and bad way. Uh Personally, as, as an, a non-Hearthstone player, I still find the game interesting from afar, but that right there is the issue, is you're not, you're not attracting new customers. That's what happens when you have a, a service game for more than five years. There's, there is going to be a fall-off, um, because you're going to have your regulars going to other newer card games. Um, yeah, well, you'll have your ups and downs. Yeah. Magic's been around for like 30 years now. Exactly. And they're only showing signs of ramping up not of slowing down hmm. and and in the card space i mean uh magic the gathering arena which i play is it's way better than Hearthstone okay. by, by like by like a, a mile and, and and the reason for it is that the the um well i would say the client the hearthstone client is way more stable and and you know just generally speaking it's it's a it's a more it's a more stable experience because magic the gathering is you know imperfect um it is like ultimately the the better more challenging game and that's the i would say that's the overall point of view from a lot of people in the zeitgeist now everyone's going to have their preference but hearthstone's known as an rng sort of deal for a reason um magic mechanics especially at a competitive level are you know the people that are professionals at that are work at reducing the amount of rng through the mechanics of the game for the decks that they play and that's seen as a virtue so i think the perception among card game playing people is that you know you may prefer to play hearthstone and maybe more casual experience but that the long that the um customers that are going to stick with you for decades would would lean towards magic at this juncture and it doesn't seem like blizzard is, with hearthstone is going after that and that's sort of the problem with hearthstone so we're gonna have another new x-pack we're gonna have a whole bunch of new cute jpegs and cool mechanics you know for the client but they have competitors and and magic is now that it has a hearthstone analog is a huge competitor that was hearthstone's only leg up on the market was they actually made a full production value card game that was good but not as good as this 30-year behemoth who's now moving into the spot that's Mm. just how i look at it and i've played both i like the single player adventures uh in in hearthstone quite a bit but that's they're not getting a lot of money out of me for that you know i pay like 20 bucks and i'm done yeah um so and that also tr- the, the troubles with Hearthstone too. Um, you know, it, it, we just found this out today. Apparently, for three months now, Eric Dodds and Jason Chase, who are like senior people, front facing, have left the company like three months ago. Oh, and that, 
That's wild. Well, that team's Those... had a lot of high-profile turnover, right? I mean, obviously, yeah, Ben Brode. I mean, and... see, Ben Brode and Young Wu, like, a lot of those people, like, I look at Mark Rosewater over at Magic the Gathering, and he's been there as long as I've been playing Magic. And he writes a weekly column. He's public-facing. He does seminars, hmm. leads a team, and he's been there now. I mean, how long? 15 years that I've been playing, 20 years. Like, these long-standing people who shepherd and are ambassadors for the company. Now, in isolation, people move on from jobs, but Blizzard has had a massive talent drain at that tier. You know, Mike Morheim leaving didn't need to, to necessarily leave. It, mm -hmm. it, it, Chris leaving, Chris Metzen, um, uh, Ben Broden, Young Wu leaving. That team was crippling. Now, Dustin Browder's also gone from the Heroes of the Storm and StarCraft team, and he exited, and all those three exited around the same time that the rumored StarCraft II first-person shooter <laughs> uh, uh, was canceled. It's all speculation, but Hearthstone right now is in trouble, and um, it needs to, I think, it, I don't think this year I'm expecting more than the usual sort of thing that they're going for, mm -hmm. which is an expansion, probably a new adventure, uh, it'll probably be well animated, have all the Blizzard quality that we're used to with this kind of product, but their their market share is being chipped away aggressively by Magic and then by Legends of Terror. Did you see the Riot announcement? I did see, yeah. We talked about that, and personally, my big thing when I look at Runes of... Uh, what was it called? Runeterra? Legends of Runeterra. Legends of Rune, <laughs> Legends of uh, Runeterra. When I saw that, and the fact that you don't have to buy booster packs, that is, I think, obviously they have a, a leg up, and that they're starting new now after the loot box sort of, you know, uh, downplay as a, you know. It's innovative. You yeah. know, no one's tried a card game where you know, like even paper cards, where this is all based on. Yeah. There's never, you know, there's never been a card game where the the comic shop store guys like which cards you want to buy yeah buy the cards yeah. you want like build your deck if, with if you're buying singles you're you're playing like second secondary market prices like and there's a card right now oko in magic that is a hundred dollars a pop and you want four of them in your deck if you want to be competitive Oof. a 60 card deck four of the cards to get you started right now hundred dollars i mean the card's gonna get banned for sure but hmm. um I, the I, secondary market's insane on magic yeah and i think i think that's interesting you know with uh you know paying for your single your your cards and kind of building the deck you want without having to worry about rng but if you look at hearthstone and you look what blizzard has been capable of in terms of you know winding down a game i'm not so, i mean we can talk about this, this is a safe place but mm -hmm. i'm not talking about hearthstone getting the hero's treatment but do you feel like hearthstone could eventually get that cadence change the esports change or well, are they still making you know big big money with esports well, with hearthstone what you said is true and it's taken me a number of years to come to the realization with blizzard products is that they are not trying to form the long-standing pillars that other companies are that I I mistook them for doing because I you know because StarCraft was played for so long with Brood War because World of Warcraft is that it is a pillar for the company all these new IPs StarCraft Hearthstone Heroes of the Storm all the things they branched out to there was an expectation for me that they were going to also hold these up as long-term pillars right now that it doesn't seem that way. Like it seems like Heroes of the Storm has been relegated to the back seat. Hearthstone will eventually be relegated to a lower tier of priority. You know, um, 
there wasn't a lot of people when I went to BlizzCon last year. There were people socializing in the bar area, but they were off on the side in some weird corner. Not, <laughs> we can make a whole episode about how I think BlizzCon's <laughs> actually ridiculous. Like having been there in person, it does a disservice to certain games because everything's going on at the same time. So some games are getting a lot of attention and others. I went to Heroes panels that had like 20 people watching them, and you won't wow. see that on the virtual ticket because they don't show it. But but it's aggravating when HGC is going on, but everyone's at the Overwatch League final or the WoW Invitational, and knowing, you know, I hate that they, the way they manage it is they just expect everyone to go to everything, but that's mm-hmm. just not how it works. They need to make it a priority. So I think, I think that's how these things are going to go. Hearthstone's just going to peter down, they're going to cut the team. And maybe there's a Hearthstone 2 or some sort of new project. But I think they're just going to kind of keep rolling it along. And if you have this expectation, like, I really want them to make this thing amazing. That's not going to be Blizzard's philosophies with those games. So enjoy them and play them. But don't have those grandiose expectations because they're not likely to turn to fruition. Yeah. Well, I think with we'll there's precedence with what they've done with heroes of the storm but i think hearthstone's I'm, safe for another I'm year i'm i'm burned for heroes of the storm hearthstone will keep i mean it's probably relatively low overhead to pump out product for yeah. that compared to still what they aren't but i would not given that tournament mode was came and gone uh i would not expect new innovative things where they're pushing the boundaries of trading card games they did mm-hmm. that they had their flash in the pan and that's kind of dumb Yep, they'll do their expansions. They'll do their. I think you know, talking with Jocelyn every time there's a new expansion, I am kind of surprised by the cadence they have going now. Where it is, you know, expansion about a month later, single player, then about two months later, another expansion, and they kind of roll with that. I think that's a good way to keep it top of mind. Um, but I mean, we mentioned Heroes of the Storm. Obviously, we don't have to get too into it because it is a weird subject that's going to be one of those games i think that you're is joining the league of starcraft where you're going to have that you know yeah my prediction is nothing yeah my prediction is nothing like they are they had deathwing we got deathwing announced ahead of time i think deathwing would have been a grand hero to announce uh on the main stage i mean they yes, yes. there's literally no one who doesn't think that right yeah <laughs> like it's like, it's clearly one of two things. One, they bumped it up to deal with the Hearthstone controversy with the Hong Kong and China, which I don't know if you guys got into, but... We uh, we, deferred to, we deferred to the Angry Chicken. I think they had a really good sort of raw... Uh, not raw, but like a, a, a discussion about it because it was... I think they recorded the day it happened. Um, and then we recorded a day later. So it was still pretty, pretty raw. But I think... Um, a lot of people have been talking about it. I I would be, it would I, man. You talk about editing the virtual ticket feed and stuff. I never I had never noticed that, but it will be interesting to see. And I'm editing like clever cuts and not stuff. Editing it's just even positioning the camera. Yeah, like, and like, like a lot of esports you know, events. A lot of esports events does it right. Like of course they don't show the crowd, and then you hear the crowd, and you hear like four people clapping, and you're like, oh, they're just not showing the four people in the, in the chairs. <laughs> Because when there's a crowd, like at the world's final for League of Legends, they pan over and it's a stadium full of people. Um, they don't show it. Uh, they don't. There's clever ways to just not focus on that. And, no, I- and heroes panels or the deadest panels out of everything the past two years I've been to compared mm. to the games. That's really too bad. I, I feel I Heroes of the Storm remains probably one of my favorite 
uh, Blizzard games that they're currently operating. Um, it's the one I, I keep going back to, uh, not very often, obviously, but every once in a while. And it's the one I crave the most when I do, you know, launch the Blizzard launcher. But I've got some, you know, fun times in there. And I see this Deathwing announcement and I'm excited because I, I think he looks great. But him not being on the main stage, I think, is either it's it's a flag it's a red flag that heroes like you said is not going to appear on the main stage unless by some miracle they're like hey guess what we're going to give you two heroes <laughs> i mean that asterisk should be on anything we talk about they could have actually kept a secret i mean it's mm-hmm. poss- it's definitely possible like i'm not even being sarcastic about it it's completely possible that something didn't reach leak level or was talked about that is going to come out of nowhere like new hearthstone client or Heroes of the Storm, we're relaunching a new version of it. Or There could be anything is possible. So I wouldn't count anything out. I'm just sort of... Those things are, are hard to predict. Like, I could tell you all the things I wish for, but I, I'm, not doing, I'm not wishing for my Diablo 3 expansion pack No, anymore. I think I'm at this point, that. it's been proven, you know, Diablo yeah. 4. But, but I think if we won, if I was going to throw out a prediction for Heroes of the Storm, like, wild prediction, because they've, they've you know, winded back, well, stopped esports for Heroes of the Storm and have used that opportunity to kind of do some weird and wacky things, uh, maybe we get a... Maybe we get a console port. I don't know. That seems like a crazy thing and a lot of work for no reason. Not that, not that crazy. No, I mean, but... It's almost... The, the craziness of it is just about the amount of effort it would take. And yes. how how much, even though they reassure us that they have a solid team on there, that there's not an, enough resources for that. Unless that's yeah. all they're doing. The engineering like, alone would be astronomical because you're you're you'd have to reconfigure an engine that has never run on consoles which is the starcraft 2 engine right Right. and then now you've got an update path not just for one platform but for three or four right and and like there's i think there's a lot of logistics involved in in making maintaining games on other platforms and i mean overwatch i guess didn't run that great on nintendo switch no i it's getting some not like crazy negative reviews i think the game's old enough that people are like yeah, you can play it, but man, I already own it on PC. But there hasn't been a lot. But I think if we're we're talking like surprise console ports, maybe Hearthstone is more likely uh, from yeah, a wild prediction yeah. side of things. It is running on yeah. Unity, which is pretty simple to, to port over. Yeah, that would be a cool thing. I mean, for Hearthstone players, that might get more people playing. But um, at least for me, I like... for uh, So if we're just going to close off on Hearthstone... Mm-hmm. Uh, um i would say i like your console port idea honestly that would be kind of sick but like i think for the most part that game is going to stay in its lane and just have just have a new expansion new single player content yep no i think and that's kind of as a person who's not crazy excited about hearthstone that that is that sounds about right um i mean let's let's finish off on uh before we take a break here one more uh quick one we mentioned starcraft in passing a few times but based on a report from Kotaku, we alluded to this, that the StarCraft FPS has been canceled uh, in the sense that they have redirected development to uh, Diablo 4 and Overwatch 2. Uh, we'll talk about that one in a bit. But yeah, this one's um, really disappointing because I-, I think it's a safe bet that we're not going to see any StarCraft outside of maybe a co-op hero. Maybe. But that might even be a stretch at this point. I mean, they're still releasing co-op heroes. Mm-hmm. Um, what's his face just came out recently. Uh, he's pretty cool too. Um, he's the he's the drug guy, right? <laughs> yeah, shoot, I can just not thinking of his name. Uh, crap, 
I Egon had it. Stettman. Yeah, there Egon it is. Stettman. <laughs> yeah, no, they're releasing stuff, and I actually played a bunch of co-op this summer. Like, StarCraft Two was kind of my favorite Blizzard game uh, over the summer and in the fall. I just spammed a ton of co-op games. I love playing co-op uh, on there. It makes me sad because I like the RTS genre. Uh, if rumors are to be believed, there won't be an, you know, a full launch RTS uh, for a long time. So yeah, that is so. Um, unfortunate because I miss me some simple, fun R- uh, RTS. And I know I'm not I'm not trying to be derogatory towards StarCraft or Warcraft. I just they're they're fun and compared to other RTSs, simple enough for for me as a non-RTS person to kind of grasp the core concepts and, and sometimes be a little competitive with it too. So I, yeah, it's a bummer. Um, the last time we sort of had like filler Starcraft content was like, Hey, we're going to have AI play. Like, wasn't it like an IBM announcement or something like some AI? Oh, it was uh, Mike Morham really liked presenting that. Yeah. The deep yeah. mind, they were going to have an AI learn to play Starcraft and beat it. I don't know what ever happened to that. I thought, I thought maybe there was a conclusion or something, but I can't, I think they did like an esport. Like a year later, they did like you know, uh, Deep Mind versus an esports person, and it went about as I don't know. It kind of I, I can't remember. I think Deep Mind lost, but it was it was it was a competitive game, um, in the sense that yeah. you know, he didn't just trounce the AI. But I found I thought I found it. I was more hearing about uh, StarCraft Go, not StarCraft Go, but uh, Deep Mind playing Go, um, oh, or yeah. maybe it wasn't Deep Mind, but another AI. But like. They taught an AI to play Go and then to beat a human. And they took an empty sort of AI profile and had it play against the Go profile. And it learned to beat the, the, the AI that was good at Go. So it's teaching itself to become better and better. Mm. Anyways, it is a side topic, but I've. <laughs> I find it fa- the AI stuff is very fascinating. And the more True. we can kind of implement that in gaming i think that again from a a cost saving measure having an ai test your game and (laughs) and report that i mean i'm not like advocating there's a a good nope the qa kind of sucks right like oh is this the shit job at a game developer right like i mean it's jobs though still i'm not advocating if they want to cut another 800 jobs i guess that'd be a way to do it but it sounds awful anytime i've heard it described i'm just like this I think I'd rather work at McDonald's than do this, honestly. I think it's a it's it's one of those entry level jobs that if you're if you're actually a programmer or you're actually a designer, uh, it's a way in the door. Yeah, it's a, it's a way in for sure. But I, I'm just saying, uh, it just it sounds it might be necessary or good, and and you know I'm I'm sure you know my opinion is lacking, but it still sounds like I don't lacking. think people try to do it for very long. <laughs> you know, it's not. Yeah, a, the thing uh, is, it's like I think some people do it and get in, but what if? That's your plateau, man. Oof, yeah, that would be rough. That would not, probably be bad. not everyone. Every, you know, not everyone rises because it's a pyramid. <laughs> yeah, so, you're always going to yeah. require you know the human touch when it comes to testing. But I think if you had an AI that could go in and like at least work out the you know the the crinkles of of esports and stuff like that, like sort of the PvP side of it, that would probably like just play like a thousand matches and be like, yeah, like. This is bugged. This is bugged. This happened weirdly. Like you just teach the AI what should happen, and then if it doesn't happen that way, well, guess what? The AI says, "Hey, this is a problem." I don't know, but 
that's that's a wild and wacky theory uh, theory but uh, let's uh, let's thank some patrons. We've got our newest patron, Alec, who joined at patreon.com slash thegamersin. Thank you, Alec. You're our October patron. Yeah, thanks, patron. Alec. Thank you. Um, if, if you're a patron, you can go to patreon.com slash thegamersin, and you get to subscribe to the feed to get the TGI Patreon mini where I sort of ramble. It's not quite on the scale of Bo's. Uh, the Bow Show, it's only 10 minutes, not two hours. It is a mini. Um, but uh, we're also doing Extra Life. So Extra Life is currently going on. Our team crossed over $1,000, and I think we're so close to 1500 now. Uh, I did a big push there with some some fundraising. So if you go to bit.ly slash TGI Extra Life 2019, you can donate to folks on the team. And in terms of events, we've got uh, our BlizzCon extra life special this saturday november 2nd i'm going to be playing blizzard games from 8 until 11 and we're going to be looking for people to jump in uh Bo, if you're around we might play some heroes if you if you want to get in on that we probably won't have any hero stuff to talk about but at least we'll be playing heroes we'll be one of the few and it'll be grand um but yeah it'll be fun what day is that uh this saturday november 2nd and uh again no pressure i should have mentioned earlier but <laughs> but yeah we're gonna be uh, eight, doing in the, eight in the morning to 11 at night no 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 8 p.m i i i've okay. i haven't gotten clearance for two days uh the actually saturday november 9th is my full extra life stream which i'm going to be going from uh probably 10 a.m to, to midnight so that'll be the big push um, but I've always tried to, because Jocelyn goes to BlizzCon every year, I try to do a, a little BlizzCon special because actually game day for Extra Life is Saturday, November 2nd. That's the game day where they kind of push everybody to play. So it's nice to kind of have the team going on the actual game day as opposed to just going silent on probably the biggest day for extra life all year right so yeah yeah so it'll be a lot of fun and you can go to twitch.tv slash ryan murphy ca to check out the all the action will be starting at 8 p.m eastern um let's move into our second part here because as you probably notice we've left the two big juggernauts off in terms of overwatch and warcraft let's um let's talk about overwatch because there's been some major leaks um, and sounds like some leaks that I did not see. And the big leak, of course, is the fact that Overwatch 2 is most likely, if not 100%, going to be announced at BlizzCon. Um, a full-on sequel to uh, Overwatch. That's kind of interesting, is it not? Uh, it's hard to tell if it's a sequel because without hearing the details, right? Because it sounds like PvP will still be a thing. Mm-hmm. They're not, they're not throwing out the PvP aspect and that 2 is going to c- include PvE. I've heard things like Left for Dead. Okay. Overwatch style. That sounds interesting to me. I think they were talking about this new push map that they're, they're, they're talking about. That's actually... Yeah, there's some new maps, yeah. Yeah, so this push mode that sounds very much like... Uh, like you're saying, a, a Left 4 Dead. That's the first comparison I've heard to it, but that, that actually fits and honestly sounds really cool. I love Left 4 Dead, so if they I put mean, that in Vermintide was Vermintide was excellent because mm-hmm. they have heroes who don't, in Overwatch, who aren't gun heroes. So, you know, if there's good melee mechanics as well, it is intriguing. Because if anything, the Left 4 Dead... Have you played Vermintide too? I haven't. I own it, and you guys were talking oh, about it on so Core, good. and I was like, okay... I gotta check this out, and I think I got it on the Humble Bundle. 
I mean, it, pl- it, it play. plays better with friends, like mm-hmm. even just one other friend. But you can queue up with randoms, and it's still not that bad. But it's it's just very visceral because it's you're fighting in your face, and they kind of swarm you, and they don't nothing dies quickly. So so that I mean, it's just it's just a better experience than just trying to shoot things and then have them jump at you and teleport to your face. Like mm-hmm. the, the, there's a source. It's it's one of the very few first person shooter games where you get the feel of like slogging through swamp to fight monsters, you know, like it's very cool. Hmm. So like um I definitely recommend that. So when they use Left for Dead, I just sort of my brain goes to that game cuz I'm like that's the better expression of of the survival group thing. It's currently the um, the most it's definitely the most current. I mean Left for Dead 2 came out yeah. on the Xbox you know, 360, right? So yeah, but group shooters are like a thing. Destiny Two, you know, Warframe, um, uh, games like that, Borderlands, you know, the four-player co-op deal. I think it, I think it's really important that they make that this better be what it is. It's what I'm going to predict. Yeah, co-op gaming is a big part of Blizzard games, and for Overwatch to be PvP only. Um, while PvP is really good, a lot of their fan base also enjoys versus AI stuff, and so that just brings more people like into playing Overwatch. Like I play a lot of StarCraft II co-op, and I don't play on ladder because I, I suck. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm the same. I'm not gonna, you know, put myself through that. Yeah, I'm terrible with Overwatch, and honestly, like with friends, I'll I'll check out competitive. But what we need is that real pve and they dabbled with it in the in special events but if we're gonna get real pve that i can play with my friends and enjoy and have progression i saw some you know screenshots of uh progression for heroes so you can kind of choose sort of some path skill wise uh they talked about a toronto map which sounds exciting that canada exists in the near future um that sounds great full of stereotypes there'll be a beaver somewhere I it's gonna be it's so. gonna be annoying. It's gonna, it's gonna be a moose, of course, because everyone asks for a moose in World of Warcraft forever. I mean, Blizzard's been pretty respectful. And there's at least one Blizzard developer I know that everyone watches Letter Kenny. Do you watch this Letter? I Kenny? don't. No, it looks okay. terrible. So, I'm sorry. Like, see, like you know, Scott and I get along because he's like Canada, like at Trailer Park Boys. That's in Canada. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's the kind of Canada I know. I really relate to that. And I just see Letter Kenny, and they just look like a bunch of morons. And I'm like, I'm like, don't watch that. And everyone loves Letter Kenny, but it's like that stereotype, Canada, They're, like that Rick Moore, you know, like, oh, hey, you want a beer? Hey, yeah, those people like, exist, ah, right? I and I do, but I hate it. I know. <laughs> like, it's, it, <laughs> it's I'm I'm not necessarily trying to play devil's advocate, but it's kind of like if you look at like there are American stereotypes here that we glom onto. That's true. That's true. It's uh, good for the. Goose is good for the gander. We yeah. make fun of Americans. But but I think you're right. Like I I I believe that Overwatch has tried their best to uh to establish heroes from their origin original country and kind of do them uh justice in a way where you're not you know slapping a giant canadian flag on their backpack and having a, be- a beaver plushie hang off the the zipper that's um that that's It'll a skin a tails yeah but that's a skin like they can oh, have fun no with you're right it's gonna be a skin oh no when they that's do the terrible. olympics it'll just be a guy in a beaver suit i bet you Look, or a girl the government know. of canada actually did something cool for once and made an optimus prime commemorative quarter yeah, which I don't have yet, but I got it for my my mom got it for me for my birthday. Nice, and it's delivered now, because Peter Cullen is Canadian. 
That's the kind that. of cool stuff. Optimus Prime should be in the Toronto map. <laughs> like, or like some sort of honor thing honoring Peter Cullen should be in the Toronto map and not beaver and maple syrup. And I'm so I, I'm really, I'm not, I'm, yeah, I'm a self-hating Canadian. Like I like our Canadian values, mm-hmm. but I don't like all of our like shit. What about hockey? <laughs> I think hockey. You, you could yeah, probably I hate have hockey. hockey. Okay. <laughs> like I don't mind hockey. I don't. I don't think it's. I'm not like oh, Canada. I feel like if you're gonna throw something into the Toronto map that is very Canadian that won't um, sort of upset the balance of presenting a, a sort of fair and believable. Uh, representation like hockey is one of those you can throw in there and be like, yeah, it's I get where you're coming from. Be hockey, right? Yeah, yeah, there is, and I feel like that's a safe sort of. Here's hockey. Uh, I don't. I don't think they do Mounties. I think that's the now one. I know that how other right. countries feel when they appropriate their things. <laughs> yes, exactly. I hate it. <laughs> it <hurts> so, so much. <laughs> you can. You, I can't wait to see the uh, BlizzCon stream when you go nuts when uh, they announce Mounties coming to Overwatch. Dude, I'm, what I'm, if they just do a Mounty hero? Like, could, have I ruined yes. it? Yes, there's going to be a um, hero. Oh, there could be actually. I, I think you have to do it if you're on a Toronto yeah. map. There's a Canadian hero. It's a friggin', it's a friggin Omnic Mounty, the Royal Omnic Police or Royal <sighs> Mounted Omnics or something like. The R-C-O-P. <laughs> oh, dear. I think this yeah, is the yeah. best theory crafting oh, I've heard. Oh, no, no. You've made it so because you put it out there. And I feel like, uh, yeah, it's just going to be that Echo uh, hero, except it's going to have a giant Canadian maple leaf it's, on its face. But it's in Toronto. Toronto is pretty multicultural, though, right? Like, Yeah, they mm. could. You're right. They could kind of treat like, Toronto. I think they could do it tastefully because King's Rose in England, and it's not super stereotypical but it's British. got that english feel with the architecture and the big ben clock okay. and, but no i'm saying could, like it's it's well done right they could put a bunch of ugly indistinct buildings <laughs> in a map in canada do you think they can put the uh, cn tower in there without like paying money i can't oh, remember oh oh they have to put it in there they have to skyline but because if they make it broken that's like you know world it's like inappropriate is it right? protected like is is the skyline of a city is that protected like can they i don't know but they could just call it the omnic tower and just say the future changed it so yeah. i mean we're getting a, we're getting the tower cn tower is cool i'm down with we found we found something i like i'm so like cn, CN tower the, if it's not the in there bow riots the toronto skyline is pretty cool i gotta admit driving into toronto and seeing the skyline is pretty neat it is right? nice um but you know they have yeah. to make sure um yeah but See, the one thing they're not going to be able to capture about Toronto is how much it stinks. <laughs> I mean, you're I talking would, I, I've, I've lo- in, like I've, logistically I've in, or like no, no, it literally like smells? It, it literally it really smells. Like yeah. I, I was, I stayed downtown in a hotel for uh, my girlfriend at the time. She was getting her, uh, what do they call it when you get your law, your law partnership? Like your. Oh, yeah, the bar? You know, the bar, like pass the exam, you're a lawyer, you're, you're legally certified. Uh, and, uh, so we went there, we stayed there a few days, and it reeked, like, constantly. It smelled like literal trash in the streets of, like, downtown business sector Toronto. Yeah, you it get the just... right wind going. Um, yeah. Lots of great graffiti, though. Yes. You can put lots of cool graffiti in, tr- in the Toronto map. I think that would be reflective of well, it. Well, there's lots of concrete, right? So. Oh, and Kensington Market. Yeah. Yeah, they could. Kensington Market's kind of all right. It's also kind of a dump, but also super cool. 
What if they just it's it's just an arena and it's just the Sky Dome? <laughs> you don't like my take, do you? <laughs> I don't know. I think you're. T- I, I'm not familiar with Kensington Market, but I'm sure if I saw it, I'd recognize it. Oh, it's oh. I thought you didn't you spend any time in Toronto proper. You're closer to me. I I have like um I've been down by the water. I, you know I went to Toronto Island for work. Um, oh gosh, I'm I mean I've been to the CN Tower that sort of area, but yeah, I'd have to see. I it. mean Toronto's a big place. It is it. oh for sure. Yeah. Like because my sister she lived there for a while above a strip club. And, <laughs> like you do, um, which was funny because I'm going to the strip club, but they you could it wasn't quite above it, but you, they go up for break and you hear them fighting with each other. It's pretty funny. Um, but like national pastime. But but you know on the map it looks like oh man it's just a few blocks away. She was working in Kensington Market, which is it's just like it's a market. It's a hippie area. I don't know, like it's hard to describe, but it just looks old and run down, but also kind of cultural and cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, oh, let me just walk home, not take the subway. Because it looks like 15 minutes, 20 minutes on your phone. And it took me like three hours. Toronto's so big. It is quite big. I'm just trying to look up photos of it to see if I recognize it. I don't think I've gone. Like, I've never gone there. I mean, it's just so big. I can see that. I'm like, I wouldn't I wouldn't go to Kensington Market if my sister didn't work there. I was meeting her there. Did I go there for work one time? It looks sort of familiar. It's like a weird villagey downtown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of a lot of graffiti, a lot of like natural foods and There's know, a lot of weird like there's a lot of different you're right. When you talk about Toronto being like a multicultural city, it's also a very you could walk down one street and find a completely different, you know, part yeah. of town that looks so different from the last part you came from. And that's like Toronto. Like there's mm-hmm. also the the suburban sprawl that is like just endless. Right? Like Ajax and everything else, oh right? My gosh. Like, yeah, I went to, uh, this is getting in the weeds, but I went to Barrie and like left Aurelia, got into Barrie, and I'm like, wow, Toronto has really stretched far. Like the feeling of Toronto, you feel it in Oshawa, you feel it in Barrie. This is like super it's convenient. All, it's all sprawl. It's all like yeah. just one like city pretty much, but it's just. It's like I mean, the vines in Stranger are, Things. It's really far. I think our density is like a lot lighter than other big cities mm-hmm. potentially. Because it just stretches out like endlessly. It just it seems enormous for sure. Um, but yeah, well, with bringing it back to Overwatch two, it sounds like uh, yeah, Canada exists. Toronto map, uh, some PVE. Uh, They're talking about a new hero. Now, I I don't know. No, like that's that's pretty big. Like, do you see anything else from Overwatch? Do you think there's going to be more to no, this Overwatch? That, that's why it's, it's hard for this prediction, especially on these ones, to be like yeah. Like clearly, we've got some leaks. There's an Overwatch two, whether it's called two or not, we don't know. There's going to be PVE. There's they said there's no new hero, but probably they're being cagey because there'll be new heroes in this one, right? Maybe I don't know. Yeah. Do you feel like uh, okay? Here's a good question. The one. Well, okay. Go ahead. Oh well, uh, I will go ahead because I was probably going to. Well, just... The one thing I was going to say is what we're not clear about is that if they're pulling a Destiny or not. Right. Because Destiny, you know, sells its box game and then a year later asks you to pay full box price for the new content. Mm -hmm. Technically, if you paid for the first Destiny 2 box, you can play everything that came with that, but you can't play the expansion. Thing is, expansions usually cost a fraction of the box price. But the way Destiny 2 does it is every year you re-up for the full box price. Mm -hmm. And... I'm thinking that's what they're doing with Overwatch too. Like it's literally the same client, 
maybe what updated technology, all that kind of stuff. But literally, you don't gonna have your Blizzard launcher say Overwatch one and two. It'll just be Overwatch two, which will include Overwatch one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that sounds interesting. I mean, we know that the you know the Overwatch team and the and the Destiny team had had conversations uh, when they were sort of under the same parent company. Um, this would have been well, probably when Overwatch two was in development, but it would have been years ago. Uh, before destiny or Bungie jump ship but i think that would be an interesting way of doing things i think overwatch is always like blizzard has prided themselves when it comes to overwatch in terms of you know not splitting the player base all heroes are free all maps are free loot box supported it would be interesting to see them go the expansion slash new game route where there's a free layer to overwatch but then you have to buy in for the new content so, but I mean, Overwatch has been around long enough that you could probably support and split the player base without worrying too much. No, I don't think they're going to want to do that. I don't think so I don't, either. I, but I don't think they're going to want to. My prediction would be that they don't do that. My prediction, it's one client. Right. So you even if you don't buy Overwatch 2, but you had Overwatch 1, like, how does that work? You can just play all the old unexcited mo- unexciting stuff. So then you're still splitting the player base, though, right? You're still splitting it, but not not if you made two standalone clients, which is what I sort of understood you as saying. Well, no, well, I, I guess so. I, I guess where I'm looking at is if you have you have Destiny Two uh, right now, Destiny Two Shadow Keep, and mm-hmm. I don't have Shadow Keep, but I have friends who do. So if I go in to play Destiny, there's certain things that I can't do that they can do now. Yeah. Overwatch was a very focused, this is PvP, the new stuff is heroes, the new stuff is maps. They didn't really introduce, you know, new modes, is my understanding. But in this, if they add, if they have, like, Overwatch, um, you know, Canada Rising, or whatever they end up calling it, I don't know, uh, Omnix Forever. I, I can't even think of a good sort of expansion name. Omnix Forever. I don't know. Uh yeah, uh, Batman Forever. But uh, you have these Overwatch, quote unquote, two for lack of a better term. And then yeah. you you have if you have the Overwatch two content, you play the newest and brightest content. But if you have only Overwatch, you just you get a few bones thrown your way from time to time just to keep you happy. But there is still that split. Like in Destiny, when P- when it comes to PvP, I can't play the new maps because I haven't purchased them. They they aren't given to me. You know, I can't play the new classes. There's a lot I can play. And I think that is the case with Overwatch, but I think you're right. Like I think just kind of layering it on top, like a like putting a sheet over a bed and saying, okay, now we have the Overwatch two layer, and for those that buy in, they get you know premium skins and and the new heroes and new modes and stuff. I think you're gonna get a lot of writing from people who invested heavily in loot boxes for yeah. that not to be relevant in part two. Oh yeah exactly and i think having that extra layer of overwatch 2 allows them to easily say like and yep all your skins they're now in this game this game's not very this game's not different it's a new layer and all of your skins will work in overwatch 2 i just think people have probably invested too much in loot box and here's another prediction mm-hmm. i bet they move away from loot boxes because that's the that's the what's in the air you know, with uh, I think so. countries eliminating it. I think, you know, we're seeing it with Riot and their card game. I think Blizzard, I think we're going to start to see Blizzard move away from the heroes reverted. They, they left the loot box system in there, but there's really not a, you can buy everything individually right now in Heroes of the Storm. I mean, I said hmm. Blizzard, I mean, Heroes of the Storm. You can buy everything individually. 
I don't think they'll do that with Hearthstone yet because still card games are still mostly pack based. But I could see Overwatch potentially moving away. So I think loot boxes have a diminishing run. I just think like the initial hype of something people whales will spend, and then once people have kind of all skins, spending the lowers, mm-hmm. right? Like you're not going to play. Let's say Overwatch was ten years long of a game, and you had new skins every year for your loot boxes. I think that amount of revenue still goes down yeah well you eventually your player base like each person in that player base has a horror story of trying to get that specific skin and gets burned yeah. i mean i have a myriad of reasons right like yeah, they, oh, yeah. players taper off so less people are buying loot boxes i just i think it's enticing while there's hype and a lot of incentive to just spend on cosmetics but i remember pretty 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 vividly it was the first year of Overwatch. they had their summer hero of uh, summer olympics event and I put, I think I might have put like 80 bucks in and I didn't get what I wanted. I'm like, well, uh, screw this noise. And again, totally my fault. There's the, They implemented the system and gave me the mechanics to kind of earn it myself or, or, to, or to buy in. And I just haven't really touched it the same since you know I, I pop in when friends are playing and there was still that we'll spend 80 bucks now but you might spend 80 bucks once overwatch 2 comes out and you have an orgasm over a skin you saw I, like, I, I that was the one time that loot boxes kind of got me and i i haven't really dove back in you know i play uh even with heroes i i haven't uh fire emblem heroes i never really you know bought in hardcore i, I buy occasionally just to support the game but yeah i like i like buying a skin if it really appeals to me and i feel like cool wearing. I, oh i love I'm, yeah I'm, I'm i'm definitely into getting some cosmetics but the cosmetic spend has to have like a you know at a certain point like i own a lot of skins both free and bought in heroes at a certain point you're like well i've I, I've got lots of skin. I don't. I just don't need to buy anymore. I don't need endlessly buy cosmetics. <laughs> like for, once all my heroes have cool skins, I'm I'm done. True. You've got you know. So I just feel like um. I feel like that's the case. The other point too is that part of the virtual ticket is two free pretty killer skins for Overwatch. Hmm. And I just feel like well, if they're not, <laughs> Overwatch Two is coming. Enjoy your skin that you're going to use for you know like. The next, I assume Overwatch Two is not going to take a long time to be released from BlizzCon either. Yeah, and I mean that was the one. So the one question I did have that we talked about was, do you think they get rid of loot boxes? And I agree. I think they're gonna they're gonna look at that and be like, we need to get away from this. Like they're gonna look at that, and even it's just a PR win. Yeah, and they'll be able to tout it. They'll be like, and no loot boxes, and that'll be a cheer, and that's just where we are, and it makes sense. Uh, I think in terms of release, I, I don't think it's a long wait. Do you think early 2020, like probably May 2020, similar to Overwatch? Yeah, 2020. I, I can't, because even if they're upgrading the tech, I can't imagine they're far out from from the launch on this. I just I can't imagine it. Because it's not going to be a huge jump. It's not going to be a huge technology jump. We're not developing Overwatch 2. My prediction isn't that, like, in this crazy new id tech six engine or something you know like they're they're using the existing tech and just improving it and building on it Hmm. a lot of its content assets and not that so i don't think they're going to need like a i don't think this has a big a lot of this stuff's probably been in development since one and just didn't make it to launch on one yeah we're dealing with the pieces of titan which was the new mmo that they were rumored well it's been confirmed that they were developing and canceled all this stuff comes from the husk of that thing so it's not even hard for me to imagine that 
before we even knew about Overwatch that some of the stuff that's going to appear in 2 was being worked on then. So mm-hmm. I don't think this is going to take a lot of time. Yeah. Uh, anything else for Overwatch that kind of, you know, rose from the grave over the over the last couple days, or is that pretty much cover it for Overwatch? Uh, that pretty much covers it for, you know, there's some questions about, you know, lore and characters and stuff like that, but, you know, covering the predictions, so yeah, can be what it... Oh, I do have... Hmm. This is very tangential, but sure. it's not going to be in any of the items that you have here. But the schedule has the opening ceremony, mm-hmm. okay, just free for everyone to watch. And then there are four panels on the ticket that aren't on the ticket that are free to watch after, which is mm-hmm. very unusual. And so we were talking on core that meant like, you know, World of Warcraft, which we'll get to Overwatch, Diablo. Um, probably not going to be Warcraft 3 Reforged. Nothing else is going to be a big ticket item. What's that fourth big ticket item? And my prediction for that was an animated television series. Mm. I did have the wild card category, and that would fit in quite nicely. You think it's a you think it's original content, or do you think it's based on it? Uh... Oh, I think it's wow. I think it's the Overwatch cinematics uh-huh. extended form. So you think we it's saw Overwatch? that Riot, Riot's working on a television show for League of Legends. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine, I don't know what kind of corporate espionage goes on, but I know that on some level there's communication between those two companies, even if it's under back channel kind of deals, right? You know, I know this guy, it's industry stuff, I guess. It's not hard for me to imagine. Like everyone says, you should make a TV show of your animation. You should make a TV show of your animation. You should make a TV show of your animation. Uh, I, I I don't think they'll do it for War. It could be Warcraft, but I think the most likely candidate is something cool for Overwatch because th- they were committed to cinematics and mm-hmm. then nothing. It's been quiet. I think, I if, think if you maybe. look at if you look at the way Overwatch has sort of become this juggernaut. I mean, man, for you know, Overwatch characters appeared in a big budget Spielberg film that was full of pop culture and overwatch made it like that's a big deal that a new property made in the last even in the last decade gets risen up with you know mario and uh other characters like that that's a huge deal and i think you could see blizzard now do you think it's same quality animation or do you look at like you have the dreamworks movies but then you have the dreamworks netflix series tough to say but i'd assume they're using whatever they're using for their cinematics because they the heroes team switched to using their tech for their cinematics because it was easier to do production was quicker and they've been using that tech um on the warcraft cinematics as well now the warcraft cinematics like the small ones that they have that are story they've been dropping throughout battle for azeroth right are still pretty high fidelity so i'd expect it to be on the lower fidelity side more can that's which is why i think overwatch fits that a little better and Mm -hmm. and yeah it might not be as detailed as a trailer but i still think it's going to be i think they have they have that expectation that if they're going to do it it's got to be pretty good uh also remembering too actually why doesn't this come up before we all forgot about it isn't there a diablo netflix show that hasn't been canceled yet there is rumors that diablo was was uh yeah, it's a show for sure. it might be diablo actually now that i come to think of it there's it, it definitely a tv series as part of this That's... do you do you see it being part of a streaming service or is this going to be like a blizzard oh yeah blizzard streaming why not no but he, well okay do you, right do you think it's a blizzard 
like a, a Blizzard subscription? Or do you think it's, hey, this is Netflix. We're doing it for Netflix. We're doing it for HBO Max. Like, well, it's Blizzard and Blizzard commands premium dollars. So mm-hmm. the most likely answer is it's on a streaming service. Hooray. Yeah. The key here is that it's not done by an it's controlled by Blizzard, where like the Warcraft movie was a partnership with the film studio, so they had creative. Con- I think there was some, you know, sign-off licenses, like where the studio could decide to do something because it was good for the movie, and they were the movie experts. Mm-hmm. I think this is going to see more Blizzard control, um, and so it's it's likely to be on a streaming platform. That would be a safe guess. I'm going to take the bold guess and say. Because Blizzard charges a premium, you can watch it on Battle.net, and it's not a st- it's streaming, but you pay for it, just like the virtual ticket. You want to watch Overwatch Season 1? $40. Oh, man. That's, that makes me... Uh, my stomach hurt. I don't know. I mean, that's the cost of a season on Apple TV. Like, And there's people who, who don't watch on streaming services who buy their stuff on Apple TV, I'm sure. Yeah. And, and because it's Blizzard... Blizzard always charges. Blizzard, you know, the Blizzard tax stuff goes on sales. This Blizzard tax. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I, I don't. People are going to be like, well, if you put it on Netflix, more people watch it, and they're probably just like, eh. they don't care. That's well, we have enough. We, we'll have enough customers who will pay the the amount of money to 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 watch something like that, and that's how they're going to do it. That's my prediction. I think uh, you know this is something I, I had under the wild card was sort of Blizzard. Activision looking at more licensing deals to try to diversify uh, the way Nintendo has been kind of looking at licensing in a strategic and smart way to be like, we know our properties are valuable. So we are going to find the best deal for a theme park, the best deal for a movie and partner strategically uh, or even do it ourselves. And I think if you look at the success of streaming services, like if you said, oh yeah, they're going to have uh, ABC is going to have an Overwatch cartoon every Saturday night. I'll be like, wow, that's going that's going to go nowhere quick. But if you say, oh, a Netflix series or even like a premium Blizzard, you know, show that you purchase a season pass through the uh, uh, through the Blizzard launcher, or maybe you get if you buy Overwatch Two Deluxe Edition, edition you get the Overwatch season one. I can or, see that. Or sub to World of Warcraft so you can get new episodes as they go live and they release it over the year. Yeah, like maybe a Blizzard subscription where you, similar to Xbox Live, PlayStation Plus, you have sure. a Blizzard subscription, gets you oh, WoW. That's, wow interest, that's an interesting idea. It because, is. <laughs> because, you know, you're getting more value for your WoW subscription mm-hmm. if you get access to a TV series, to special perks in Overwatch 2. So, be onto something. so what's uh what's World of Warcraft now? I like that. 15... That's, that's, an, that's an interesting idea. Honestly, I think it, it's I'm where concerned. everyone's moving. You could, I could even go as far to say maybe it's well, like well, Xbox a, did yeah. it, PlayStation's doing it, exactly. Uh, Origin does it. Uh, Valve, EA, they just announced today that they're doing it. Valve, really? Oh, do you didn't hear? No, EA and e, e, EA's back on on Steam. I did hear that. So they have EA uh, access on all Steam. All in order is there, but they're also doing it. They're doing the subscription to the EA catalog, like Origin, offering it through Steam, <sighs> and the Origin games will be available on Steam. Interesting. Yeah, I uh, had a busy day. That's I a, should have checked that's Twitter. A, that's a that's a power move. I, I called it the EA Empire. Steam's back. <laughs> <laughs> that's a bow show right there. Um. That's a power move, dude. Like yeah. because I was, I've been so mad. I've had such a huge chip on my shoulder against EA, because now my Steam catalog has Mass Effect One and Two and Dead Space One and Two, 
and no Mass Effect 3 or Dead Space 3. It's in the freaking Origin catalog, and I'm like, ah, it bugs me so much. I'm like, I feel you. They, they get to be reunited in their trilogies. So you're going to go just, buy Dead Space 3 and Mass Effect 3 just because? Well, I hope they let me unlock it through cross-share, like, keys. That'd be nice. Because, yeah, anyways, but hopefully, we'll see. So, but it's still good that EA is back with Steam. And so your idea, they have a subscription. Mm-hmm. Everyone's doing gaming subscriptions. You're right. Why not Blizzard for the catalog? Yeah, I wonder if it's if it's similar to Game Pass where you pay the $20 uh, a month because World of Warcraft is, I think, a $15 Canadian experience. So if you look at Blizzard's catalog as a $20 or even the Blizzard tax of a $25 a month and you get access to all their games plus sort of bonuses like hey here's a loot box every week for overwatch or sorry i guess yeah, i mean they keep it like the that. same price they're, they're, i think they just want the sub numbers more than they want bo- any company wants box sales that's the way the industry is going so what if you get you know free loot in in the various games you get television sh- i mean god sort of like twitch else? prime where you get like little trinkets that nobody really uses but it's yeah. cool there's a there's a gold rush right now for subscription fees it's actually i mean it's subject for another episode but mm-hmm. everyone if you know one company puts their hands out net which netflix started and says just give us five bucks a month we'll do this thing that's great <laughs> and when you have 200 companies all wanting five bucks a month from you you're just like looking at your pockets like what the hell well you, you, you have know, to like, be uh, we've talked about it on this show before and jocelyn's not great self-professed not great at it and i've been i've had better days with it but you have to be strategic in your subscriptions. Don't buy a year. Go monthly unless there's a deal and cancel when you know you don't need it. So, for example, if there is a subscription where it's like I want you get to watch the Overwatch season one, you subscribe for a couple months to watch it, and then you unsubscribe when you're not enjoying Blizzard content. Similar to World of Warcraft. Like, I don't just have a subscription because I only get it strategically. Like, I'll sub for one and two months every well, three years, and uh, and play the new expansion. So I think a Blizzard subscription would be good. Now, do you feel like they kind of get all... There's a, there's a, there's a problem with that, mm-hmm. that logic, though. I think that makes sense as an individual for you to think that way. Yeah. Like, for TV, there's, like, Twitch Prime, HBO, or Crave here in Canada, um, Netflix, whatever else, Hulu, YouTube. Like, And as shows become more and more exclusive they live or die on their viewer viewership and their draw, their perceived draw. Right. So I'm a huge fan of the expanse, but let's say I don't need to subscribe to Twitch prime, even though season four is on its way out, I'm going to wait six months from now. If ev- nobody watches the expanse, then more expanse doesn't get made. Mm-hmm. So well, as, think- as someone, I, I don't need a Twitch prime subscription but the psychology is that oh, I need to watch the thing that I'm into, or else that stuff gets canceled on those streaming services. Yeah, but I think if you if you have a smart company that looks at the numbers at a strategic time, as opposed to making gut checks uh, right at the first episode launch, like I know Netflix does this. Oh, Stranger Things was binged 16 million times by these amount of people, uh, and then but they they keep those long term numbers to themselves because. I don't know, maybe to report them would just be a lot of work, but that's where I'm that's where I as a company would be more interested in what's the long game on these. And when it, when you mention Netflix, that is still the king of streaming services for me because a I have never canceled Netflix because there's always something new to watch and it is a constant source 
of my nightmare fuel that is Paw Patrol. Actually, it's not that bad. Paw Patrol's all right. They've got the kids market. They got the kids stuff. And I think that's where Blizzard, if they say, here's an Overwatch Season 1, that's not enough for me to keep subscribing to Blizzard if they don't have more in the hopper. Now, maybe uh, Overwatch, Diablo, that starts to get a little bit more. And then you add some behind the scenes stuff and some perks. Now we're talking, you know, that's a subscription worth looking at. Um, Blizzard's capable, I think. I I think it could be a two tier option. One would be the wow subscription and something would be wow. Plus, I don't know. They call it wow plus probably. You don't have to buy the box copy of Diablo four. You can just play it for free right away. And same with Warcraft three. Like it's just access to the catalog the way the other ones do it. Now, not to we'll we'll come off this topic and we'll we'll close with War, World of Warcraft. But do you feel like they do the Activision Blizzard route and it's, and it suddenly includes, well, Call of Duty and other Activision published games? Oh yeah, it? yeah. I mean, it it depends. I know that um, like Xbox and stuff, they're selective. It's not the whole store, but honestly, I didn't pay for Gears Five. I paid two dollars on my Xbox Game Pass and got to play Gears Five, an eighty dollar Canadian. Yeah privilege to play on launch so and by all accounts it seems like they're very pleased with the result that they received now they're probably not making money right now because everyone's paying a dollar two dollar for xbox xbox live but i mean i'm gonna let it sub i'm gonna let my sub continue until i'm out of xbox money because i paid with (laughs) prepaid xbox money cards um but uh I'm a, I'm a big fan of, of having the catalog to access. I think if the catalog's good, then people will pay. I think the one thing the one th- thing is Xbox has all these little indie games as value adds, too, in addition to the big draws. Mm-hmm. So the perception is there's a lot. And you're right that Blizzard doesn't have a lot, even if yeah. it's big titles, right? Well, they'll have... And, and even then, like if you look at Overwatch 2, you look at Diablo 4... Uh, a new Warcraft expansion. Um, that's that's three games in one year, but you can't keep up that cadence every year. And Microsoft no, and can, Sony can. Like it's Diablo it's, Four might not be out till twenty twenty two. Yeah. Oh yeah. Who's to say? You know, Diablo Four is it's pro it's probably not twenty two twenty twenty. But, um, but John John predicted twenty twenty two twenty twenty two or twenty twenty yeah. as well. <laughs> 2022 I think I think that's more accurate I think 2020 is kind of if you go in thinking and hoping and and really leaning on 2020 you're probably going to be disappointed it could be but I wouldn't shock me it's blizzard like the, the things take time with that company will not shock me right yeah. it will not shock anyone yeah so. uh, well speaking of 2020 it's looking very likely we're going to have a new expansion for World of Warcraft and again when I say very likely there's a leak and it's pretty much confirmed that we're going to be getting uh a new expansion for world of warcraft and again i i didn't really remember what it was called it's 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 the year for it too right every second year is usually yep one thing i could say is is we might not get it because warlords or legion was not announced at a blizzcon if it was too packed with announcements Hmm. yeah well but it was announced earlier wasn't it it was announced at gamescom it was announced at Gamescom. So if there's another expansion, it could be announced later, you know, 2020, not now. So it's possible. Yeah. But I mean, or this leak's pretty. I th- Oh, you're saying yeah. we might get a teaser, but you're saying the oh, full it's unveil. We get a small drop. I mean, I think Overwatch 2 and Diablo is already a packed year for Blizzard. 
Mm-hmm. So it would shock me to see a World of Warcraft announcement as well. Maybe, but not outside the realm of possibility. But it could be... There was one year where the Warlords of Draenor didn't get the full... <clears throat> they We ended up with a full cinematic, but it wasn't shown at BlizzCon. What was shown at BlizzCon was an in-game animatic, which at that time was not as sophisticated as they are now. Mm-hmm. So it's possible we get some light. An announcement, maybe. I could I could see it actually not happening too, um, depending on how things go. Well, there's but. some. So there was a leak uh, from the Blizzard store: World of Warcraft Shadowlands. Um, <laughs> explore the glorious land of Bastion. Meet the noble Kyrian, which I don't know if that's a new race. Um, did, did not Belial uh, post this? Because there are there are really good fakers out there too. Well, this is on Polygon. Um, yeah, yeah, like there are good fakers out there. That's what I'm no, I know, I, I, I see where you're coming from, but this was uh, this was found on the official Blizz, Blizzard Gear Stores directory. So this is from a Blizzard server. Okay. Um, right. Now this is looking very like it's looking likely, but I, I think you're right. The scale of which the announcement will happen is it just a trailer and then like the opening sort of area, like it was for uh, the current one, uh, Battle Cry, Battle for Azeroth, uh, or are we just gonna get? like you said, like sort of a setting trailer. Um, but judging by the still they've got, so you've got Bolvar. So they're bringing back the Lich oh, King. So, so this art, I thought this was fan art. No. This, so this, this was found on their... Yeah. Official Blizzard Gears. Hmm. Yeah, because I saw this Bolvar thing. It does look like fan art, doesn't it? Oh, I mean, it, it, I mean, it looks like really well done fan art, but I thought it was a fan, like a mashup of existing something that someone did. I mean, it looked cool. It looked really well it, it done. It does look good. The hammer looks sick. If that's actually a screenshot of the cinematic we're going to see in a couple of days, then holy shit. Well, I wonder... So here's my thing is... Uh, look, at look at that hammer with the fire coming at it. Like It looks great. He looks like it. So I don't know anything about Bolvar. Um, I know he did become... He took over the, the Lich King sort of... Yeah, basically there must always be a Lich King, right? Like the helmet... But I thought he was like a good he, guy, so now he's a bad guy. He, he, he was a good guy, uh-huh. and when you leave him last, he sits on the frozen throne with the helmet on, using his paladin powers to just keep the peace. Right. Like you don't destroy the helmet or the power therein, right? Like it's it contains the soul of what was it Nurgul and like also Arthas is in there. Like the 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 artifact itself, I think you can't destroy it, and it can consumes or contains its previous wares but bolvar being a holy paladin i've got the light i will hold you know he's like you know at how atlas the myth of atlas holds the world up just yeah. forever yeah yeah so that's like what he's doing he's okay sitting there so clearly that's a thread for a new story some at some point in the future right it's, so it looks it is interesting though when you look at the current state of world of warcraft with battle for azeroth and the fact that sylvanas is the you know, bad guy, and then people are like, well, this feels very much like Battle, you know, Pandaria, you know, um, oh, no, no, don't worry, Mr. Pandaria, it's not a rehash of, you know, having the Horde leader turn bad, and now we're, now it's looking likely like that's the case, unless they do a 360 at the very end, um, but then you've got the Return of the Lich King, which, again, feels like Wrath of the Lich King it, it could be familiar territory in the sense that we start to get those parallels, at least in this instance, um, with Bolvar and the idea behind becoming the Lich King, like the story makes sense to repeat that, but they don't say return to Northrend. They talk about 
Bastion, whatever that is. Yeah, it's like it's like it's it's Legion. I mean, Legion was effectively Burning Crusade too. True. Uh, I, true. It featured Illidan. It was it wasn't actually the cool land of the the Outland, but it was you know had Illidan. It continued you know with a lot of the same characters and ideas from it. So I think I don't think we're just gonna get like. Northrend two, identical, yeah, Northrend two. It'll, but it is Lich King two. It is, you know, a, a giant threat. I assume, unless he's somehow a good guy here, and this is completely misleading. This picture, but um, it'd be interesting likely, if he was. Like, if he rises to fight Sylvanas, like Sylvanas is like, "Hey, no, I'm Death." He's like, well, no, you're not. I'm the Lich King. Nah, Sylvanas won't be a bad guy. I don't think they're going to do that. I think I think too many people waifu Sylvanas. They're already mad. Well, Sylvanas is a bad person. She, unless. I th- I'm pretty sure there was a somatic where she was pretty bad, right? Uh, Just recently, like she was like, you know, f the horde and went and ran away. Yeah, but we say like f our parents in our teenage years. So we're not bad, you know. Like I think that um, there's going to be a forgiving, is what you're saying? No, I just think that she. I think that they just wrote things stupidly. I don't think it was well written. Like, <laughs> so they're going to write I, themselves. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't read too too much into it hmm. because, well, she's war chief of the horde. Why would she, why would anyone just be like the horde is nothing like it, it's just it's it's really dumb I wouldn't waste my time thinking too hard about that particular plot thread because you're the war chief of the horde you could just use them like use them if that's what you're gonna do right like it's not like anyone was revolting against her well I guess there was a revolt but she could quell it with you know a Xi Ping you know level she's the government like she could she, she could just be like squash it all. And it just seemed really weird because she's going to... Have you seen the cinematic? I did watch the cinematic, yeah. yeah and it she looks owns pretty... the crap out of Sourfang. That's how they do things in the Horde. So I'm like, I don't know why she quit. She's winning. <laughs> I'm like, what the... Why this makes zero sense. Uh, but whatever. Unless she has um, an army of Death Knights. And, and like, I, I know they're like, oh, you're not supposed to use magic in a Mutgara or whatever. And I'm like, whatever. It's always used. Like, And she's Sylvanas. What are they going to do? kill her like she's she's dead <laughs> it's like it's it's just ridiculous i think the, the the writing for this like the fact that this expansion has a bad reputation really shows even in the, those little moments yeah well but, we'll, we'll um, definitely see i mean a new expansion <laughs> the way that it, it happened in the game i think there's because i'm not playing world of warcraft but i've Neither heard that there's, there's factionalism you can side with you know the Sourfang, the good horde side, or you can side with her, and there's two different endings to a quest line. So it's likely she will. She's probably going to say there's a bigger threat than this horde and alliance crap, and join me in 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 what I'm doing. Probably as part of the plot, and she'll ultimately be like a what's it the antihero, the good bad the bad good guy. Uh, well, you know y- what I mean? Yeah, like a Deadpool, yeah, think, like a Cable, like uh, not a Deadpool, but like um. You know, an, an, what's a real anti-hero? Something, somebody who's not trying to be a hero. Um, uh, an anti-hero's a trope. There's a billion. I, I know what you're talking about. Mad, Mad Max is an anti-hero. That's, yes. Mad Max is an anti-hero. He's not trying to be a good person, but in moments where it counts, the decision goes towards good, right? But he's definitely not trying to help anybody, not trying to make friends, doesn't mm-hmm. give a shit about anybody. And um, that's uh, that's what Mad Max is. I feel like she's like that. Like all the this, you know, caring about people's feelings, small concerns. The horde and the alliance are fading. Like I, I think that 
you know, oh, my tree is burning. Oh, it's the home of the elves. Like, I think she's just like, she's undead. She's fine. She's Dr. Manhattan in, in Watchmen, you know what I mean? He's yeah. Just like, he just, she's just yeah. exploding people. Uh, and so her. on that front, if, if they just had to do all that awkward writing to get her to that point, then I'm like, I'm probably ultimately okay with it, you know, sure. just looking at it because I think she's going to be the anti-hero for the next expansion. Well, if you look at, I mean, there's obviously, you know, we talk about, when we talked about Hearthstone, obviously Jocelyn's uh, podcast she does with Garrett came up, Me Angry Chicken. But if we talk about World of Warcraft, we would be remiss to mention uh, to to not mention For Azeroth, which is a, a podcast she does with you know Manny. And I believe they did a two hour episode just recently talking about you know the eight point three patch PTR, uh, Bolvar and his army of Death Knights, Bolvar's daughter who appears in the Kultaros campaign for Battle of Azeroth. So there's a lot there to unpack that that. D- directly points to yeah bulvar and you know him being you know lich king 2.0 i'm on board i loved wrath of lich king it was the last time i fully and truly played world of warcraft the way i remember playing world of warcraft when it launched like that was the last expansion that kind of had me in with with you know surrounding friends so Did you play any classic <laughs> i have not played classic and I believe the day I try classic will be the day that I think uh, my subs- I resubscribe for, you know, this expansion because I'm interested in classic and I feel like it'll bring back a lot of memories. I remember playing, you know, classic on dial up at home because I oh, lived in the middle geez. of nowhere. Yeah, I know. Uh, it felt so dangerous back then doing stuff like that. I know. I remember my my brother would pick up the phone while I was in a dungeon and then I'd get kicked. I'm like, ah, I yeah. spent forever in LFG trying to find a group, you madman. I know. Because I, 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 I played to like level 30 and it literally takes me like three hours to run Black Fathom Deeps just finding people and then going down there and stuff. It's, uh, yeah. it's the full experience, man. It's fun. That it's sounds... Fun fun for a, a, a fleeting moment i don't know if i could hit 30 i don't know if i'd have, I'd have that patience but i, I want to try it but it's just one of those things that will continue to exist and i'll i'll try it once i'm well what's sound. really great about playing wild WoW classic though is like you have a sweet computer and an internet connection so it's like the version <laughs> of the game you remember running crappy running at the highest graphics possible i think that great. sounds pretty cool because honestly i remember man i remember playing world of warcraft in college on my like giant brick of an hp laptop and it would like if you covered the vents on that thing playing world of warcraft it would just shut down yeah, <laughs> the computer yeah. would just go black you used to do that to a lot of computers actually i remember my draw distance was had to keep it so low to get a good frame rate that mm-hmm. like you know when you see things fade in because it's so close that's yeah. how i used to play so i love it now that i can do max draw distance because it used to suck so much yeah oh man well uh the only other thing i had for warcraft we did touch on warcraft 3 reforged i kind of tossed out the idea of maybe warcraft 3 reforged being a available now moment but the fact that you mentioned it's uh it's it's got its beta starting like beta invites are going out i think yeah. that that i can throw that prediction out the window um yeah. but yeah no i'm excited to i think we'll get a release date or at least a, a more accurate release window outside of before the end of 2019 but it's exciting if you're a warcraft fan i feel like this like warcraft overwatch possibly diablo if you're not too scarred by last year definitely warcraft oh. and overwatch oh. So we have to get into. We didn't get into some of the. We missed one of the rumors. Oh, what's that? that? Saw. It's a rumor, though. Oh, let's hear it's it. I love rumors. Rumor. I I love tasty rumors. This is from the guy who got fired. Uh, okay, perfect. Fired guy. Yep. 
Diablo 4 is going to be a first-person uh, schluter. What? I don't know if that's my... I wouldn't predict it. I predict that Diablo 4 is going to stick to the staples of the franchise. But that's something that I'm anxious... That I'm anxious to see is that they may take the format of Diablo and hmm. remix it and just be like... Here's the game. And See, I wouldn't could... call it Diablo 4. I'd call it Diablo something. You know? Shooter. <laughs> Diablo shooting. <laughs> you just can't call... They, they already took Diablo Immortal, and I feel like that would have been a great just, just one. Just keep, keep, keep in mind that this this also is... There's a continuity with the narrative around the rumors, because mm-hmm. the Jason Schreer article did talk about how when they canceled the second expansion that you and I used to talk about, mm-hmm. that they were working on a... A third person Dark Souls like version of the yeah, game. Yeah, they wanted to re you know, reinvent what Diablo was, so, bring it back to its darker tones, that sort of thing. But I mean, you know, it's a leak, whatever. It's probably it could just be junk. I, I don't know, but it, it I just it's in my head and I can't get it out of my head. <laughs> I'm just like, you know, you gotta mention get it off your <laughs> like I had there's tons of first person shoot. I'm gonna play Doom, I'm gonna rip demons apart, Doom Eternal's coming out mm-hmm. soon, like like I'm kind of covered on that one. I wouldn't say no to a Destiny game that had the Doom level of violence in it. I'd be very happy. So if Diablo is going to be a first-person shooter, then it needs to be like Doom levels of graphic violence for that to make sense to me. Like, why else would I need to look from a first-person perspective if not to dismember, to see in great detail the corpses I'm dismembering? So it'd be kind of but a like, mix of like Elder Scrolls, but but destiny because it's still gotta be diablo diablo is like hack and slash action right like yeah that's why everything about surrounding this diablo 4 is i'm filled with anxiety about it because none of the rumors have been like they're trying really hard to honor the traditions of the diablo you're right you're completely right everything is like it's dark souls it's a first person shooter it's and i'm like oh come on guys you guys have to have gotten scared and just reverted back to plan a right like i i think you're right i think we haven't heard those rumblings we've just heard you know diablo is back in a big way they talked about this last year when they kind of pre-announced hey the big stuff isn't coming this year but we will have some diablo stuff the big stuff is on the horizon and it's not just one game it's multiple projects um yeah i i I, I would be very surprised if they if they exited the sort of isometric top down three quarter view Diablo. That would be that would be uh, ballsy. It would be ballsy, but it's in the rumor mill and the anxiety's there. And the other anxiety that's there too is we're, um, we're giving our listeners anxiety in the sense that now I have anxiety because I, I I have anxiety. I don't know year. if I can handle another Blizzard misstep. I like blizzard i can't i can't i can't i actually i literally they can't they killed heroes of the storm i know <laughs> I, i'm very scarred they killed they they like not nearly killed an entire podcast genre that i thoroughly enjoyed like i lived through podcasts for heroes of the storm and now it went from you know uh like four or five that i was listening to down to one and and obviously like core has continued to exist but you know, and we talk about other games, but like for the yeah. past two weeks, I've been playing nothing but League of Legends. Sure, like, I, I'm like, way and, behind, and, but I'm, that and I'm great. really uncom- I'm really uncomfortable with both Blizzard and Riot's you know ownership 
you know, Blizzard barely has any, so it's kind of an unfair comparison, but, you know, China and stuff like well, that. Well, yeah, Riot's 100%. A lot it? of game companies, for me, are on China Watch, but we're not going to get into that here. <laughs> well, uh, we but, will see if they address China Watch at BlizzCon. Yeah, but um, all that to say that uh, um, that the... Uh, that, that there could there's some a lot of anxiety around Diablo and what that could mean because if they're gonna do it like Doom, I think I can be into it. Like it's just even forgetting the game style. Like did do Bethesda and what they've done with Doom, you know, as a triple A studio leading into the graphic violence and that being a huge criticism of Diablo three. Um which even hmm. Chris Metzen talked about in his interview with Scott. I don't know if you caught that or not. I did, yeah. But, um, you know, he made some comments that, you know, there's some aesthetic decisions there to make the characters a little more superheroic in the fantasy version, right? Like, you could definitely go darker and more violent. I think uh, there's a lot of expectation from a core Diablo fan base that they expect dark violence. So so that's why I'm like, first, anything that top-down at least is zoomed out so the violence is, like, muted, even if it's graphic. But if it's first person, like Doom's kind of setting the bar for graphic violence and, and for hellish landscapes and stuff like that. So I'm just I'm just so full of anxious anxiety about what we're getting on Friday. Yeah, I think that pretty much you know sums up some of my feelings as well. And that I'm I, I like I said I like Blizzard. This it feels it feels like we're heading into you know I remember I'm a big fan of Nintendo, and I remember the Wii U days. And even the late Wii U year or the Wii years, where it felt like, man, Nintendo, I need Nintendo to bounce back because this is getting not frustrating, but but sort of hard to watch. And I don't like seeing companies that I enjoy their products going through that because I I like it. I like experiencing good games, and I like when companies make good decisions. And I feel like Blizzard hasn't had that year, uh, and I need them to. I would like to see them bounce back, but yeah, I can't. I, I feel that same anxiety. I feel like this is a Wii U year for Blizzard, and if they don't pull out a Switch, uh, we're going to have some tough times ahead, I think. No, you're just going to have more shitty headlines to read, basically. Like, Unfortunately, you know? <laughs> that's all Friday's going to be, and I I can't have that. It's going to be another year, and it's just, it probably wouldn't impact you as much, but you do have a lot of Blizzard people in your orbit. You know, and that's I comes do. up. You know, uh, well, I remember Immortal. It was like nonstop the whole weekend. That's all anyone was talking about, and 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 so on and so forth, right? So we've experienced that to a a, a small degree uh, last year. So, so much. I mean, there's Immortal cancellation of HGC, the layoffs, and then mm-hmm. the rehiring of people positions they laid off. I think something else happened, but I can't remember what it was. Oh, the, all those Jason Schreer articles about the history of Diablo, StarCraft, cool-sounding project everyone wants getting canceled. Nobody liked that meme insert here. Um, the Blizzard's activities trying to count out to China. Mm-hmm. And then uh, now a whole bunch of people have left this year, You know, starting with Mike Morheim, but a whole slew of people have left, like ambassador, front-facing piece of people have left. It has been just like it's like if you could just take that energy and shoot it into a dr strange beam into your soul it's like it's like it's it's been really rough yeah but then again there's 
chance to make a good impression. This is a good chance, and really, when we look at this this whole episode and previous episodes where we've talked about BlizzCon, there's not many companies where you can sit down for an hour and a half and just jam on what possibly could be at an announcement. And then we'll spend another hour and a half when Jocelyn returns from BlizzCon talking about what happened <laughs> at BlizzCon. So again, like we have to, and I, I kind of wanted to acknowledge this earlier on in the show, but I'll acknowledge it now in the sense that Blizzard has a small portfolio that people are very passionate about. And when you compare that to some of the other companies that command this kind of attention, like Microsoft and Sony and Nintendo, those are huge companies that have huge portfolios. And we don't do an hour and a half prediction show for E3 or for Microsoft or Sony. You know, we we do the recaps for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. But there's this passion, and we want we want Blizzard to be to be the Blizzard we know and and love. And I and I think I think they'll find a way. I think they're navigating the weird and wacky world that is the video game industry now, and they're 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 having a rough go, a rough year. And I I really hope they find their they find their path again, right? Um, but man, it's not going to be easy. That's for sure. We'll but, see. I'm looking forward. We're going to find out where, you know, what kind of, there's definitely going to be some cool stuff. Oh yeah. Let's hope on Friday. I'm looking forward to it at BlizzCon. BlizzCon. Uh, well, that's going to do it. If you're going to be watching BlizzCon, BlizzCon, um, you can certainly chat about that in our TGI Discord, bit.ly slash TGI Discord. And for sure, email your thoughts. If you have some uh, you know, predictions you want to discuss and send them in and lock them in, go to info at gamersinpodcast.com. But Bo, you mentioned BlizzCon. I want to give you a, a moment to promote your stuff. Where can people find you? Uh, this BlizzCon, BlizzCon stream you're doing with the core folks. Well, When's BlizzCon that stream is Friday on Scott's Twitch channel. It's uh, twitch.tv slash frogpants. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, if you want to figure out what I'm up to, I have lots of projects all over the place. Just go to boschwartz.com. B-E-A-U-S-C-H-W-A-R-T-Z.com. Or find me there on Twitter, same handle. Um, that's where, you know, links to just the various things that I do are there. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Including the Bow Show. Including the Bow Show, which <laughs> if you just want to hear an old man yell at clouds, that's what that is. So. And is there a video version where I, you you can actually, like, add clouds and post there's a well i don't add clouds and post it's just me at my house but like uh there is our youtube videos so there's a link again at boschwartz.com where you can link to my youtube channel and there's videos there too cool well i'm i'm really happy you were able to join uh join me on the show and do our predictions episode again and thank uh, you so much for the invitation i was like stoked when you i was like yes yes (laughs) i'm not going to blizzcon we have to do this again we so. do. I, I, you were the, you were the first person I thought of when I was like, oh yeah. Well, Jocelyn originally said, oh, I'll be able to do the show this week, but then she realized, no, wait, I gotta actually, you know, get into the vicinity of the airport the night before. So, um, well, don't let don't let her being here stop you from inviting. No, me. of course we, not. We do we do know each other, <laughs> and think, each week we do. Each time you're on, it's like, and you know what? Invite me back when Jocelyn's here. And I think we, uh, I think when it comes to. Uh, you know, shows, we always forget, like, oh, well, it's the two of us. We don't really bring guests on. It's usually when someone's away, right? Well, that's a good thing to do, too. But, yeah. you know, I'm just saying, if it's BlizzCon week and you want to invite me, I'd... You know, I, I spent very little time hanging out with Jocelyn, but she was great. Yeah. She was friendly and funny and, and pleasure to talk to. So, you know, just I, putting it out there. I think that would you're be like, awesome. I can't invite Bo because you're here, Jocelyn. And... <laughs> <laughs> that's not no, no problem on my side. 
So exactly, it's not like uh, you two can't be in the same room and, and discuss Blizzard stuff. And I, we I did, feel like we did a current we did a current geek together, and it was a smash hit. One of their oh, best yeah? episodes of Current Geek. I don't remember. Yeah, back when they used to invite guests, they used to bring two guests on, and it was me and her, and, and um, Tom Merritt, and uh, that's a thr- well, yeah, Scott, Scott Johnson, right? That's a throwback. It's a long time ago. It's a throwback. It yeah, they haven't long- done guests in a very long time. Well, you know what? I will, uh, I will put in the good word, and we will see, and we'll definitely have you back on, and we'll do a, we'll do a normal show, and we'll have we'll have Bo on as a guest, and we'll and we'll just. It'll be three people instead of two. Yeah. It'll be great. And maybe next year we'll be like, yes, Blizzard's the best company again. Maybe. You never know. Everyone never bounces know. back. In three well, days. Not, that's not true. <laughs> yeah. Three days. Not everyone bounces back. No, not everyone. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I mean, EA, EA is fighting a good fight right now. <laughs> they're trying their darndest. I mean, you got to at least give them that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they've got on one hand, they got Anthem, but on the other hand, they got Apex Legends. is pretty good. And now they got this Steam deal, which is like, yeah, okay, good move. And Fallen Order, have you? I saw some of the new tra- footage today. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for Fallen Order. I, I have it pre-ordered, and honestly, I love a, I love oh, a good. Pre-ordered it. Well, well, it looks good. It lo- I, like I wasn't sure at first, but it looks good. I didn't put my money down. What I do, I usually do when I pre-order stuff is there's deals during E3 where you can get eighty dollars games for fifty dollars at you know big box stores. So okay. I just lock it in and. As I get closer to release, I'll decide whether I want to cancel or not. They don't actually have my money. They just have like a, yeah. you know, send one of these to Ryan and charge his card when we ship it. Um, oh, so I um I pre-ordered, you know, I love a good third-person action game. And I like Star Wars. And that game looks good. As much as we want to like harp on, you know, Star Wars and EA and Battlefront, I, I actually it's think some, this one looks great. It's That's got some like prequel level like aesthetic to it. Like they're stealing some tricks uh, from the new movies and the original. It's got the flavor of the original trilogy, but mm-hmm. it's like the things you can do with the abilities and all the kinds of different characters and aliens. I think you're gonna bump into. It's it's like I saw the spiders in there. I'm like, this is like prequel territory. This is great. Spiders, interesting. <laughs> well, there's like you know you're gonna be fighting big monster aliens and stuff. That's like prequel business. It's, it's gonna be so good. I think it looks good. And I love respawn. Honestly, Titanfall two, that single player, man, amazing. So and it's respawn, good pedigree. Titanfall two, I still haven't played it, and there everyone's like that is the sleeper hit of the decade. Like it's really good. That one, I, honestly, you can probably pick it up for next to nothing. Uh, that one's single player campaign is on the level of half-life 2 in the sense that that's the vibe i get i don't want to set the bar too high for you but yeah, i've heard i've heard i've heard nothing but praises for that mm-hmm. game and i've seen it and it looks fat like i'm just i'm you'd like it i'm, sto- I'm stoked to try it but um i just you know i mean i I bought like two games in the past well i have outer worlds mm-hmm. on game pass and i bought disco elysium and you know i've got the game pass so i've got a couple other games to try i've just been playing league of legends and you know i have limited time and it's just like that's what i've been playing like i'll never get to play all the games so titanfall 2 i may just have to skip but fallen order uh, is a good chance nice i want well, to wield a lightsaber sounds good to me uh bo thank you again for joining the show we're gonna close this one off and look forward to friday and hopefully our anxiety sweats uh go away but uh I don't know. Diablo anxiety. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sweating. I'm just some. It felt like the right thing to say. Um, you can visit us on the web at gamersinpodcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter. You can find Jocelyn at Joss Plays. Follow her BlizzCon adventures. You can follow me at R Murphy, and you can follow Bo Schwartz at 
Bo Schwartz. You can check out the notes if uh, Bo can spell it out for you. It's wait, uh, Bo B E A U Schwartz S C H W A R T Z. Is that right? Yep. Nailed so it. Com. I can com. spell. True. It's a crappy site. So in case you're wondering if you went to the wrong spot, you were at the right website. <laughs> <laughs> if you Google Bo Schwartz, it'll probably pop up, right? Yeah. Yep. Well, there this you go. Uh, yeah, and you can follow the show at The Gamers Inn on Twitter. And yeah, thanks for staying at The Gamers Inn. Tune in next week. Here we go!